0: All right, and welcome everybody to episode three of the RF Generation Collector Cast just want to start off the show by saying that for those of you that might be listening for the first time, you can uh, find us in a couple different places. Uh, Number one, uh, we find our home on rfgeneration.com. You can also find us on YouTube uh, under the just search for CollectorCast. You can find us on Podomatic. Uh, It's just um, podomatic.com slash rfgenerationcollectorcast. You can also find us on the iTunes podcast directory. So uh, please take a listen and subscribe if you're not already. Joining me is the my co-host Crabmaster.
1: Hello. Hey,
0: and uh, I, I am uh, Duke Togo. Thanks for coming in. How are you doing, Crabby?
1: I'm doing great this week.
0: Yeah, it's uh, although trying to dodge some storms.
1: Yeah, lots of rain here, but um, I I found out there's a. A new collector in town someone I recognize from Nintendo age so I'm excited we're hoping to get together sometime this week and meet up
0: oh fantastic are you gonna try to like slide some things out of his house when when he's not looking
1: no I was just gonna bring my stadium events along with me and make him as jealous as I can
0: (laughs) I don't know maybe maybe uh, you could get a a nice reproduction like Sir Psycho and then that way you don't have to worry about something happening
1: (laughs) I'll be gentle (laughs) I'll be careful (laughs)
0: there <laughs> uh, i had a good time when i went over and uh, met with hungry moose from rf generation uh, we went over to his house today and a uh, couple of friends and hung out and played some classic games and a lot of fun had a good time that's awesome it's always great to get together with fellow people that, that share the hobby absolutely you know after the last show i want to say thanks for all the comments everything that we re- received um all the The kind words. I I think that we did a better job on the last show with the audio. It seemed everybody's pretty happy with that.
1: Yeah, I was really, really happy to hear the feedback on the audio. So it looks like we're moving in the right direction here.
0: Yeah, I guess the only other thing was, uh, I guess, maybe a a request to make it a little louder. So I'll see if I can turn the gain up a little bit. I was just, last time, maybe trying to not blow people's ears out. (laughs) I guess I need to go the other way a little bit, but that's good.
1: So we've got a few new members joining the the website too um so we just wanted to say uh hello to you guys and uh hope you're enjoying the community so far and feel welcome let us know if we can do anything to help you fit in
0: yeah absolutely feel free to post always welcome to see more collectors come onto the site that's uh means more good trading partners right (laughs) absolutely Yeah, and um, anybody listening to the podcast, you can feel free to join us in on the forums on rfgeneration.com. That's uh, where we get a lot of our material for the show for kind of our home base. So uh, feel free to drop in and, and check it out.
1: All right, so this last month, we've just been blown away by the not just the amount of scores that have been posted, but the quality of them. I know I have. There's been some really cool titles popping up this month.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if some people are breaking the bank here or what, but um, I really love the pictures yeah. <laughs> that everybody's been posting. It's really good stuff.
1: Yeah, there's definitely more than I'm used to, so that's awesome.
0: So, Single banana's out helping you find some games, and what does he come across?
1: Well, that's just karma at its finest. He found a Bubble Bobble 2 manual while grabbing me a junkie $1 common game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and didn't <laughs> he pay a buck for the manual? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: So, um, I'm glad he got some, some payback for helping me, because he's got a, a short list of... Uh, this NES stuff I'm still looking for that he's been hunting down very diligently for me, so I'm really glad it paid off for him. Other than me giving him a couple bucks for these cheap games.
0: Well, I'm hopefully my karma will kick in soon, and maybe I'll find that five dollar little Samson or something. There you go. <laughs> I'll start holding my breath right now.
1: <laughs> he also got one of my my favorite finds of the whole month. Not really find a gift he got from his wife for Father's Day.
0: Uh, that would be your favorite. Yeah, you, that's you're a little sick. <laughs>
1: he got the the adult rated um, twenty six hundred games. A uh, few of them.
0: Yeah, because uh, nothing spells fun like beat them and eat them. <laughs> nothing spells Father's <laughs> Day
1: like like Custer's Revenge. yeah.
0: I don't. I don't know if um, what. The kind of message that would be trying to send across if my wife got got me those Mystique games. (laughs) Uh, Either you're a sicko, or uh, maybe we should be sickos together.
1: (laughs) There you go. Bonding. (laughs) She just wanted to play Bachelor Party with him. (laughs)
0: Uh, You know, that's when it's time to put the controller down. (laughs) Um, Also, he picked up a copy of godzilla 2 which
1: that's a pretty is, tricky one to find yeah
0: i don't have that one yet oh really it's I one of the know that. one of the few i don't have um i'm down to 14 licensed titles left u.s and 17 unlicensed
1: godzilla 2 is not one of them
0: wow i do not have godzilla 2 yet so jealousy uh, thy name is uh godzilla 2 <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so what what are, what are your other favorite finds this month
0: Well, I mean, I know Hungry Moose. Um, I was just over his house today. He was kind of doing that gaming thing, and um, he lives not too far away, and we should chat from time to time. And he picked up some, I think, some really fantastic stuff. Um, Number one, he got that Bubble Bobble 2 manual from Banana.
1: Yeah, what did he trade? Contra Force?
0: Yeah, he traded a Contra Force for it, which um, I'm kind of like, wow. But um, I did get to see the manual today, and it's it really very good shape. He also had picked up, um, man, just uh, quite a few odds and ends. He got um, some Super Famicom games, really nice little Final Fantasy VI, um, some of the Shin Megami Tensei games.
1: Can't go wrong with those ones.
0: Uh, no. Um, and then uh, s- some other import, like some Saturn imports.
1: Yeah, what did he get? Shining Wisdom was in there, I think.
0: That's... Yeah, and um, Terra Fantastica. I had never even heard of that one Me
1: before. neither. I, I like the box art on there, though. It looks really cool.
0: Yeah, I saw the game today, and it is it's very beautiful. I didn't, We didn't get a chance to kick it in and play it or anything. We were mostly doing NES, but it looked really great.
1: Yeah, he grabbed uh, Electroplankton for the DS, too. That one's pretty tricky to track down.
0: Yeah, a, and I don't, I mean, I'm not as, I know that one's a hard one to find, but was it just an early release, a short run? Was it some special mail order thing? What's the deal with that? Do you know?
1: I think it's just a limited run, but I'm not positive on that.
0: I got you. I just know that's one to look out for, so a really good pick up on that for sure. He also picked up a couple of their odds and ends. Um, Mega Man 5 for the Game Boy. I got to look at that one today. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's uh, one of the pricier loose carts for the Game Boy, I think. Top. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it is. And um, Arc Rise Fantasia, Tales of Symphonia 2, a, a Comedian. I mean, quite a few cart, I mean, uh, games that he picked yeah, up Yeah,
1: lots of role-playing, too. That's really good.
0: I told him about a couple of places that I hit and, um, I think we might be teaming up to do a little game hunting for long.
1: You mean fighting over things in the, in the halls?
0: Uh, you know, I'll, uh,
1: <laughs> depends what if you I find. Some
0: good stuff. I just won't tell him until I check out,
1: <laughs> you know, worried your, your hands are going to grab the card at the same time and you're going to have to tug a war over it.
0: Maybe I have to put that as a stipulation that since we're going to go on my stomping grounds, <laughs> that if the $5 little Samson is there, it's mine. <laughs> whatever it's all good fun so what else we have um and i i I apologize if i'm not pronouncing this right in rainbows i think is the way that should be said picked up some pretty cool stuff
1: yeah man that big Sega score that he got
0: yeah i was just like what
1: yeah dragon force shining force 3 lunar like and like not just one system like across genesis you know saturn sega cd like just awesome titles
0: yeah, Shining Force 3. I mean, man, that's not a cheap game. I mean, I've 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 run across it, but it's just, you know, I'm, the full price is pretty hefty on yeah, that one, you know. Absolutely. Usually, like going for like 100, 110 bucks.
1: Yeah, and Dragon Force is just barely behind it there too. There.
0: Yeah, and he got um uh, what was that? He got like a a ram backup cart for the Saturn that somebody put like a custom label on, like a I, what was that? I
1: don't think that was a custom label. Um Shadow mentioned um that the the Dragon Forces came packed in with a sticker that you could stick on your RAM card so it would be Dragon Force themed.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: So he got the I got the RAM card for it, which is awesome because you can save, what, like two games on your Saturn without it?
0: Yeah, yeah, and, you know hope the batter doesn't die on you in the process yeah well that's easy enough to change though yeah uh, thankfully as opposed to some of the other systems yeah pretty easy yeah pick some other stuff up at a, a flea market
1: yeah some some nice uh bo- fully boxed triple graphics 16 games you don't see those too often
0: yeah no doubt i mean like where are these things hiding I, uh, i'm in the wrong place
1: <laughs> don't even
0: hey well i mean yeah i know you're in the boonies something me wrong <laughs> He found a like a complete Splatterhouse three, right?
1: Yeah. Uh Breath of Fire one and two, Super Nintendo uh both boxed up, um a nice little set of classic NES games like Battletoads, Mario Two, Ninja
0: Turtles.
1: Like, Man. great that, month.
0: Yeah, wonderful pickups. I mean congratulations That's some really good stuff there.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And what about uh Sir Psycho's little post there? Why'd you what <laughs> oh, but his, being the state being the stadium events owner what do you, what do you think about that?
1: Um I'm not sure how I feel about that reproduction because it looks. I haven't examined it too closely, but it looks very identical like I'm um, I'm under the impression that a lot of reproduction makers like to put a little variation in there so that you can tell
0: certainly uh, certainly yeah,
1: I don't know I think that's something we should absolutely get into on a future podcast When we've got some some time to to devote to it
0: yeah certainly so that does bring up uh uh an interesting topic and i I definitely want to get back to that one in the future absolutely i want to say for a minute shadow uh, he came up with some uh, what are some near and dear to my heart it was uh complete in box fantasy star three and four those things those
1: things looked mint too from those pictures
0: yeah, really beautiful. I mean, you know, 3, that's not very hard to do, but, you know, 4 came in the cardboard box, and it was an expensive cart when it came out, things like 90 bucks when it was released. So to find one in condition like that, that's really pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I like those, uh, the cardboard Genesis boxes.
0: Uh, yeah, you would.
1: <laughs> uh, so we had a couple new systems picked up, too, from people. Uh, Zag Norch grabbed himself a, a complete box NES control deck and was delightfully surprised to find Dr. Mario inside.
0: Yeah, the Norch is uh, to find out. How do I not find these? I, I, I get Nintendos that come out of my ear, but I don't ever find any in the box.
1: No, that's one thing I I don't have a lot of trouble finding up here. I've gone through half a dozen of those.
0: Well, you just send me some. That's fine. Well, you can have the next <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> Who else so
0: congratulations, uh, Zaggy. Have a good Good pickup. Yeah,
1: and uh, Slow Man picked himself up a complete in box Super Nintendo Super Set.
0: Always a wonderful system to have, um, so congratulations on that.
1: Yeah, box box consoles always look awesome in the game room.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge cardboard guy, as we've discussed in the past, but I really do like console boxes. Yeah,
1: I wish I had enough room to display all of mine. I've got most of them out, but like the Neo Geo AES box is just too big. I have nowhere to put it
0: yeah, mine are all piled in the closet right now, so... Yeah. What's the lesson, folks? Kids, take over your gaming <laughs> space. <laughs> Unless you're crabby. But his wife will make him have another at some point, and then he won't have a room either.
1: Yeah, it's my last room, so if we have another one, uh, I might lose it.
0: Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> well, we also had old Bill... Oh, man. ...came up with some great stuff.
1: We we gotta cut his list way down just because he had so much and, and lots and lots of good stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, because if we didn't i mean this would basically be the wild bill show think, <laughs> yeah. this month uh very amazing i think it was just like had cash flowing out of his somewhere <laughs> but uh he came ahead like that 32x rental case yeah like I, looked like from blockbuster i've
1: or never seen one of those i've got a an n64 one that looks the same way yeah but i've never seen a 32x one
0: I'm pretty sure that was when they were rented out at Blockbuster because I remember seeing those when they would rent those things out. There was like a Virtual Boy and they had like N64 and 32X. and.
1: Yeah, it's the exact same style as mine in my N64 one which came from Blockbuster and I've seen the Virtual Boy ones you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I think they were all pretty much the same case. They just slapped a different sticker on it and had a different foam insert. Yeah. So that was really pretty cool to find that one.
1: Absolutely. And he snagged that Little Ninja Brothers complete in box off of eBay for low low price like that's a really hard one for people to find it's one of the last ones most people get and
0: yeah well it was one of the latter ones for me to grab for sure um and to get it in box at a good price is really fantastic yeah absolutely also picked up uh a few super nintendo games huh
1: yeah yeah it's some really good ones too um nothing really rare but you know you got like super mario rpg zelda link to the past donkey kong country 2 mario kart like awesome, awesome games all around.
0: Hey, Mario RPG is not a cheap cart to find. I mean, I still don't have that one in my library just because I'll wait to find a, a well-priced copy. So
1: It's a good game, too. I love that one.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: Uh, one of my yeah. other favorite finds, other than the Bananas Father's Day gift there, was uh, <laughs> Ninetail Demon Fox grabbed my, my second favorite find of the month here, um, his Worlds of Power Mega Man 2 paperback. Those are some... Some cool little books that I haven't seen since I was a kid, so it was really cool to see one pop up in the thread there.
0: Yeah, I I hadn't seen one of those things in forever either, and I'd almost kind of really forgot that they were even around.
1: Yeah, me too, and this kind of interests me in grabbing a couple just to check them out again, because it's, like I said, it's been like almost two decades probably since I've seen one.
0: I've been getting the personal itch to try to start tracking down some Nintendo Fun Club newsletter things um, to kind of go back to my heyday, so... I can understand the fun with picking up uh, old things like that. That's great. I have I have some old vintage kind of games like those. How to Win at Nintendo yeah, <laughs> books and whatnot. My those little, are great.
1: My little paper collection here, too. Uh,
0: yeah, Jeff Rovan, the oh, yeah. awesome writer. I've got about of half, of his
1: his, half of his yet.
0: <laughs> I think maybe one of the we have to track down Jeff Roven and do an, an interview. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still around doing something. Oh, God. And it looks like last but not least, um, we wanted to mention The Gru got some pretty cool GameCube games.
1: Yeah. Um, Chibi-Robo is not hard to find, but awesome game. Uh, Pikmin 2 is one of the pricier titles on the system, and you picked it up for a buck.
0: Yeah, which is nutty. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't, I've not seen a copy for under 40
1: No, it's not not easy to come by for cheap. <laughs> um no. and that the mario ddr he picked up i don't think he got the mat with it but uh it's still one of the the harder to find games on the gamecube just because it didn't didn't sell overly well
0: it's mario and ddr i mean yeah, if you like that sort of stuff it's a pretty awesome mix
1: absolutely so my pickups were fairly slow this month again um i grabbed a a box for my my xbox console just an empty one but uh it was cheap
0: oh yeah i would imagine usually xbox is um You know, but I see that some Xbox games are starting to tick up a little bit more in price, so I wonder if it's kind of on the verge of becoming a little more collectible.
1: Maybe. They usually go through a slump before they go up.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's why I've been trying to catch some PS2 stuff before it makes the turn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I grabbed that box, and uh, I've got a few deals on the go and things in the mail, but other than that, that's all I actually added to the collection this month.
0: Yeah, but I think somebody will be shipping you a package, you're saying, with some things.
1: Yeah, multiple somebodies. I should have a little more exciting stuff to talk about next week or next month.
0: I got a few odds and ends this month myself. Got some of uh, some Color Dreams games, so pick some of those up. King Neptune's Adventure, which awesome. <laughs> is a that's a real treat to play, let me, <laughs> let me tell you that. I think what's supposed to be called Tagan Dragon, but <laughs> I think really it's spelled Tagan Dragon, it's a bunch (laughs) which is it's sachin it's the cover looks really cool yeah that's about it challenge of the dragon which also kind of looks like a cool concept i like the cover on that one yeah yeah and uh menace beach which is kind of really i didn't get much past the intro but the intro is (laughs) kind of silly like your girlfriend's like chained up and she's like you better come and get me or or else sort of thing and then she looks like kind of like oh you know she's kind of an attractive gal that's chained up which is kind of weird and then um you know the when it shows the guy he's like this you know super deformed giant headed kid (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) odd i picked up a few other odds and ends you know some n64 games with them too terribly exciting but I'd never seen Rocket Robot on the Move before, so have you played that one?
1: I haven't, no. That's um, one of those Blockbuster rental exclusives, I think. Is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the box and manual are one of the hardest to find on the system.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, I'd never seen the game. I just picked it up it, because it looked interesting. It's
1: supposed to be a lot of fun. I really want cool. to grab one to play.
0: A couple of is just pretty common stuff, but um, I had been looking for a copy of Golden Sun on GBA, so I was glad to come across that. Nice, nice. Well, besides that, I mean, just really, kind of just odds and ends, I think, this month. Nothing too terribly exciting.
1: No Bubble Bobble 2s this month?
0: No, you know, uh, talking about some of those tough-to-getties, that's... Uh, <laughs> we're going to start <laughs> slowing down Yeah, a little bit, but, you know, there'll always be a little something exciting around the corner. Absolutely. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for uh, posting your stuff. We love to see that, especially the pictures of what you guys find, so... You know, make sure you come over to RF Generation if you're not already a member. Sign up, post your finds while you're out there on the hunt, hitting your yard sales or pawn shops or whatever it is, and um, we'll be happy to mention some cool stuff on the show.
1: So last podcast we talked about our favorite online joints to pick up new games, um, and then after the fact we realized we, we missed a few of our favorites. So we just wanted to take a moment to uh, highlight three extra places that we that we didn't think to talk about last week. My favorite in particular that I feel really stupid for forgetting was uh, GameTz.com, and it's a website where you can load in all the games you have available for trade and then match your list to other people's lists of what they have available and what they want. And you can set up trades to to do online. Um, and I've used it half a dozen times, and it's been awesome. They've got a really cool feedback system, uh, really specific uh, information on the games, what you want with it, if you need the manual, if you want the box, what kind of condition you want each different piece in. It's a really cool website.
0: Yeah, and I'm surprised. I've never heard of this site before, so I mean, really... I'm glad to hear about that, and I want really want to check it out.
1: Yeah, and like some people are willing to sell, so you don't always have to trade. Um, you can make them offers, but uh, it's been a really cool site to use.
0: Very good. A couple of places that I wanted to mention were, like, um, I can't believe I forgot about, uh, one of them, Gamefly. I mean...
1: Seems Gamefly obvious, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about it. I've gotten quite a few games from Gamefly. Um, it, and the great thing about Gamefly, when you get their games used I mean obviously they rent the discs out and whatnot but they take the time to resurface them of course so they come in they look very clean but the boxes and the manual and everything never leave so all they do is just slit those things open get the game out so when they send to you they're putting it right back in that brand new case it's never been touched those codes haven't been used if it's got some DLC codes or whatnot and you get it and it's practically new. So, so they uh, don't
1: even stick a, like a barcode or serial number for their own inventories on it or anything like that.
0: No, you get, I mean, a pristine looking game. Um, you know, they they resurface it. It's clean. There's nothing on the box. It's in fact, like the Xbox 360s. You know, have like the little security like sticker over, like to open it. Yeah, yeah. They don't even remove it. They just like slit it with a razor blade. It's still there. So it, I mean, very good. I really like it. Awesome. Another one I can't believe that we <laughs> forgot was CAG. I mean, CheapAssGamer.com, uh, I'm sure all of you out there probably are familiar with it. And if not, you definitely should familiarize yourself with
1: it. Yeah, like I, I know I've used them for uh, promo codes and stuff like that a few times.
0: Yeah, I mean, I keep my eye on there. They really highlight, of course, some, some great deals. And they also have... Um, like sale trade threads and uh, a a trade tool for the users they have these great sales on there the the low balls have you heard about those? I have yeah you know the low balls are just that it's they'll set it up it starts at a certain time ends at a certain time and and obviously you know your objective is to get the thing for the lowest price so it's just like a it's an open bidding you know, everybody just kind of puts in what they want for stuff, and you can usually find some pretty cool stuff
1: awesome. any other places you wanted to mention or
0: I've had a few people ask me about Hastings. Uh, I don't know if I really spent much time talking about last time, but um, just people kind of saying like, "Oh, what, you know, what kind of quality of stuff do you get?" Because I keep an eye on it, and um, Go Hastings dot com. They sell used games. It's a retail place, but um, they do online sales. You know, they don't guarantee that you're going to get everything complete. But I'll be honest, I've never, out of everything I bought from, it, I've never gotten anything that wasn't complete. So. Um, they have little sales and specials. If you sign up for their email newsletter, you'll get discount codes. And um, from time to time, you know, they, you can find some pretty good deals if you wait around for their promo code and look in their used stuff. I've always been really happy with it. Very cool. I'm sure there's more that we mentioned, folks, and uh, well, we could probably do a whole another show on what we didn't say. All right, so that wraps up talking about last show's topic. What uh, what do we got in store for this show's main topic, Krabby?
1: Well, last show was obviously our favorite online places to pick up games, so we thought we'd go with the obvious this week and move into our favorite local places
0: to pick up games. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously there's great places to go and I don't know if you're like me, do you have like your own little circuit of places that you go?
1: I do. Yeah, and luckily like half of mine are all on one block, so it's awesome.
0: Wow, what a deal. So you just walk the block and you're done? Yeah, I
1: parked the car and I've got about two blocks to walk and I get to hit about seven stores in there, so it's great.
0: That is ridiculous. So there you go, folks. Move to the frozen north.
1: Well, once you hear the options, you might change your mind, but uh, <laughs> it's nice for up here.
0: So let's talk first about the most obvious choice, which are just obviously used game or retro game stores. you have a lot of those in your area?
1: We have none in my area.
0: Oh, no. Not
1: one. Nope. Um, So whenever I go on vacation, I make sure to stop into whatever I can find locally, because even if I don't buy anything, I just love hanging out in them and looking around.
0: So have you any particular chains or anything that you've been to that you liked?
1: Um, I've been to some trading games that were okay, and I've been to some that weren't. Um, I've been to a game Lobster that was... Very interesting
0: <laughs> game lobster, <laughs> yeah that that's definitely unique,
1: yeah, it was down in Seattle, um they had a lot of cool stock, but i I didn't end up buying anything, yeah, yeah, um, I haven't really been to a whole lot of chains other than those two, mostly okay. local ones,
0: well, out where I'm at, there are um a couple that I stop by pretty regularly, but there's one of them i I'm guessing that you have that you forgot to mention.
1: Are we talking about EB Games, GameStop?
0: We are.
1: Okay, I thought we were just talking about retro stores, why I didn't mention those guys. And we do actually have two EB Games in town.
0: Yeah, and for folks in the States, EB Games is GameStop, you know, it's just all the same company. As a matter of fact, the stores around me used to be Electronics Boutique, slash, then EB Games, and then... GameStop bottom up. So
1: yeah, when we just went on vacation this year, and we I went to several GameStops while we were down south, and they were identical layouts and same setups, like to the T.
0: Let's be honest, GameStop is one of those places that some people love to hate.
1: I think a lot of it might be unjustified. They do some annoying things, but I still shop there.
0: And I think the biggest sin that I think most collectors would say they commit is their new games aren't really new games they're not sealed anymore
1: yeah that drives me nuts as a collector and i've I've mentioned that to the guy at the counter and he doesn't quite know why i'm upset i don't i don't know if i'm not getting my point across well or if he just doesn't care but it's very annoying
0: i don't get that concept i mean if I if he went into the grocery store and he wanted like some bacon and here's one that's already opened up and I gave it to him he wouldn't want that <laughs> he would say that's not I don't I want the sealed one but I was like well it's the same thing what's the problem I mean nobody would do that right
1: not in any other business that I've seen
0: yeah I mean what you you know if you came to buy a loaf of bread and I just kind of threw the bread out onto something. I was like, oh, okay, well, here's the bread.
1: Even any other electronics, like you go to buy a new camera or a new laptop or anything, like they'll discount it if it's been opened.
0: Yeah, they call that refurbished. Yeah. I'm there. I will not usually patronize GameStop for new games because of that. I just won't do it. Um, and it's not like they're selling brand new games for cheap, deep discounts, so I'll go elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I think the only thing I've bought new from there in the last year was a Catherine special edition. Um but with the pre orders they don't open them in advance, so I didn't have to worry about that.
0: Well, I guess that's good news anyway.
1: Yeah. I do, however, spend a decent amount of money there on their used stuff, especially when they have sales.
0: Yeah, I do I just I don't frequent them very much. Um I guess there's other retailers that I would rather support.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of options up here, so I, I usually go check them out, and I'll leave with a five to ten dollar game most times.
0: I don't know if we really need to flog the GameStop horse because plenty of people are already doing that. Um, Agreed. <laughs> I know. let a couple other used retro shops like around me. There's a couple of them. Uh, one of them is uh, Game Exchange, and uh, Game Exchange is a chain that um, you know it's kind of midwestern, south. Kind of thing there, I think it's like a franchise that you can get. Game Exchange, I've been pretty happy. I mean, their prices seem to be pretty reasonable. Their stock is fairly good, and they do like DVD sales too, so which is fine. It works. Every, you know, I find a few things from time to time there. You know, every once in a while, they're not always as good on their prices as they should be. I, I picked up a copy of Garden Heroes on Saturn Complete for eight bucks <laughs> from them once. Wow which I kind of had to laugh because right sitting right next to it was a copy of Street Fighter Alpha for Saturn that they had marked at $25. Hmm. They've gotten a little better, but uh, sometimes you can still find some odds and ends in there. That, uh, But they've been really great to work with me. You know, I've gone in there, I've, I've bought some peripherals and odds and ends, and they are really good about what I consider to be a cardinal sin with used games and that is the sticker placement
1: oh god yes
0: ah here if any of you ever want to start a used gaming business or if any of you (laughs) own a used gaming business please 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 listen if you're looking at a cartridge there is a lot of real estate there that has nothing on it that's a great place to put a sticker i'm okay with that if you ever a price sticker on an existing sticker, a label. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, there's no reason to do that.
1: Yeah, I don't get it either. Like you said, there's a lot of room that won't wreck it when you rip it off that you can slap it on.
0: I can't tell you how many times I will grab an an NES cart at some used game places. I'll flip it over and look at the back label, which you know the size of an nes cart there's the little warning label that's probably what maybe 20 percent of the entire size
1: yeah sounds about right
0: yeah and where is the sticker always stuck
1: right on that 20 percent.
0: right on that <laughs> spot i'm like did you notice the giant open plastic space right here with nothing or they'll stick it like on the front label or something
1: yep yeah rental stores do that all the time oh it drove me nuts
0: I'm not going to kind of understand. I mean, you know, their job, they're not resellers. But these people are getting games in, and they're sticking their own stickers on that stuff. And I just, i every time I look at them, I go, really? <laughs> and I tell the people that work there. I will sit and hold the cart up and go, do you see how much space there is on this cart? <laughs> they must love you, you. Yeah, do you see exactly where you put the sticker? Yeah, they don't like me when I do that, but like, just really, you know? This can't be rocket science. <laughs> you know, just work with me people. That's it. And why do some used game stores have to use like the gummiest, stickiest price stickers known to man?
1: Oh, uh, they're probably cheap. I'm I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I used to work at a bookstore when I was younger. The kinds of stickers that you would put like on books like for discount prices and stuff. They're made a certain way where they will peel off very easily without doing any damage whatsoever. I cannot seem to think that any used game place ever uses price (laughs) stickers like that. They're always this gummy, nasty, can't-remove-it-for-the-life unless you six pounds of Goo Gone or something on these things. Is it just me? No,
1: it's not just you. Um, Like I said, I don't have retro stores up here, so I don't have the problem as much as you. Most places I buy from have no stickers on them, which is very nice.
0: And have you ever seen this one, the GameStop? Have you ever seen where they will take... Uh, used modern disc game that's in like a dvd cover and they will put the price stickers on the insert
1: yep they and
0: not on the outside plastic i
1: do have to give them props though for their new stickers now at least up here they put them on the outside on the plastic and they just peel right off no goo gone or anything like two seconds you're done your game looks brand new again
0: yeah, okay, I've not seen those here.
1: That's changed in maybe the last four to six months up here. So, so once in a while, you'll still you'll see that new nice sticker over their old ugly one that you'll have to goo gone off. But uh, they're very nice to peel off now.
0: Yeah, but sometimes they have that one where they've they've taken the time to remove the insert.
1: Yeah, I've seen put those. Put the
0: sticker on the insert and then put <laughs> it back. I'm just like you. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, that drives me really crazy. And we're hitting one of my pet peeves. So. <laughs> um, let's move back to the topic, I guess. So. Okay,
1: retro game stores. Um, anything else you want to say before we bounce to another area?
0: There's just a couple other in my area that are good, and I know some of them are like chains. So, um, uh, The Exchange is another one that I go to sometimes, and they do like records and movies and um, um, albums. And they also do games, and they're kind of in the Midwest, Northeast kind of area, and they've been really cool. That's where I got my wobble too, and they they'll kind of help you out. Yeah, didn't they things. like
1: literally call you at your home to tell you that one was in?
0: Absolutely, yeah, they did. They called me up like, "Hey, it's here, and come, can you come get it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely."
1: That's pretty good service. Yeah, I've got a couple places up here that will call me, so it's very handy.
0: Yeah, it's really great. Now we used to have. Um, McVans here some of you may have heard that they've recently gone out of business um, but they were an Indiana based um, used game place, been around for probably like 20 years or more and so it's kind of a shame to see them go away uh, I had a friend that used to work at the Indianapolis store They bought a lot of stuff from there, it's kind of a shame to see them go I'm just guessing they couldn't keep up with the Game Stops.
1: unfortunately that was probably a good part of it
0: one other last place I'll mention that I really love—if you have any of these in your area, check them out—and that's Disc Replay. Um, Disc Replay is uh, another used game shop, but they also, of course, do um, DVDs and CDs. They—they'll do all the retro stuff, so NES, any kind of carts, lots of you know, like GameCube, PlayStation Two, all the way up through the modern stuff. For some things, their prices aren't aren't bad, and they have, like, every day is a mix and match, so it's a buy five, get one free on anything in the store. Wow. So that's really great. Sometimes you can find some titles that, you know, aren't real cheap or something, and you can kind of pile those together and and get a good deal.
1: That's a really cool deal, yeah.
0: Yeah, and they usually have a pretty good selection there. And uh, I know, like, in Indianapolis, there are uh, three stores so I'll hit those whenever I'm close to one of them, and I'm usually finding good stuff. That's a great chain. I know they're elsewhere in the country, so if you got a disc replay close to you, I would highly recommend checking them out regularly. Other than that, I think that really wraps it up for kind of the retro stores that I hit. I'm sure everybody probably has their own local store, so you know, in the show thread, feel free to chime in and tell us, you know, what your favorite uh, local retro store is, or what's a great place around your area. I mean. Other folks that are there or are visiting, they like to see that stuff.
1: And in addition to that, I know you've mentioned this to me before, um, but I don't know if we've said it on the show, that you mentioned through Game Gavel, they've got a place where you can list your favorite uh, stores to find them. What was that called again?
0: Yeah, that's uh, gamerspots.com, just all together, gamerspots. So G A M E R S P O T S dot com. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's just a site where people can go and just pin information about retro game shops also like flea markets swap meets arcades it's just open it's free for everybody to use you just sign up a profile you go put your stuff in it's run by mike kennedy who also uh runs the game gavel network
1: sounds awesome cool site
0: yeah oh and how could i forget half price books
1: right yeah i've heard that name thrown around a lot um over the years but i've never actually seen one myself
0: Half Price Books is exactly what you would think it is. It's a used game. I mean, a used <laughs> uh, bookstore. It is a used game store though, really. Um they do books, they do CDs, um they do comics, but they also do software and games. Sometimes you can find pretty cool stuff. I bought several NES games there, usually for like a couple bucks. But they have even more modern stuff. They'll have video game like guides and books. I bought some of those. I even heard about somebody one time that hit one of those uh, half-price books and, like, found a bunch of Neo Geo cards.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, they'll take anything in, so it's always kind of like a potluck to find out what they've got. So, yeah, I would recommend half-price books if you can check them out. I think they do some online sales too, but I don't know if that's the way to go. I'd say probably going to the brick and mortars probably better.
1: Most likely, yeah. So we mentioned a few places that I don't have in town. Um, but what we do have quite a lot of is, um, pawn shops, thrift shops, charity shops, consignment shops, and they're all, they're all slightly different, but they're all very similar. You can take your, your unwanted stuff to, you know, make some money uh, in the case of the charity shops, you don't make money. You just drop it off. But, uh, the rest of them, you, they give you a few bucks back for your stuff, um, That's where I get a majority of my games in town here.
0: Locally, I know in a lot of places in the U.S., um, Goodwill and the Salvation Army are kind of the charity kind of places. Um, um, I don't know of consignment shops in my area that kind of do that, Um, but definitely pawn shops. Man, pawn shops are great. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Pawn shops are awesome. Actually, the consignment shops in town here I like more than the pawn shops, be- just because of the owners. They happen to take better care of the stuff than the pawn shops do.
0: Yeah. So tell me, kind of like what the consignment shops are like.
1: Um, so you can take your your games in and leave them with the with the gentleman there, and tell him what you want for them, and he will. If he can make a profit, um, he will take your item, sell it. Just say you want ten bucks for your game he'll try and sell it for 15 so he makes some money too and then next time you go in he'll either let you take 10 bucks worth of merchandise from the store or he'll give you cash out if you want
0: really yeah that's kind of cool so kind of like the local version of like an ebay seller or something kind of yeah
1: yeah it's it's really cool a couple little places in town do that um I don't know what the difference is from owning a pawn license or not, because I know you need to get registered to do a, a legal pawn shop. So I, I think the consignment shop's a way around that licensing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, see, like, for consignment around here, all I usually see is, like, uh, clothing consignment.
1: Right. No, both of the places in here don't deal in clothing at all. It's all electronics. Um, what The one does, like, um, old sports cards and stuff, and the other one does some, like, jewelry and things like that. But it's mostly electronics in both of them.
0: That's interesting. I'd really like to see something like that. I mean, uh, I'd be curious if anybody else has stuff like that in the area. Maybe post in the, the thread. I'd like to hear about it.
1: Yeah, I th- I think it might have to do with uh, the type of economy we've got up here with a lot of uh, mills and mining and rural area. Um, it just seems pawn shops are really popular in that type of community.
0: Yeah. So do you frequent pawn shops locally pretty often?
1: Yeah. Like I said, I got that strip of seven stores I go down. Yep. Uh, four of the seven are pawn shops.
0: Oh, really? Wow. All together like that?
1: Yeah. There's literally two of them next to each other. And then oh. across the street, there's two of them next to each other again.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a, like a lot of call for pawn shops.
1: Dude. Yeah. And that's only a small portion of them that we have in town here.
0: You're kidding
1: no we've got like we I think the populations around 80,000 we, uh-huh. we've probably got 15 or 16 pawn shops in town.
0: oh my goodness I mean I think uh, I think the town I live close to is bigger than that and there's like two pawn shops in the whole town
1: yeah like I said the economy here it kind of um, comes in waves Pe- yeah. people work like crazy when it's cold and then in spring there's this breakup around the oil fields so they don't work as much so all these people that been getting paid they buy nice toys for themselves and then they're broke in the spring so they pawn them off to pay rent until they can go back to work in the fall
0: very interesting so that provides for a good opportunity then doesn't it
1: yeah it does um springtime is a great time to clean up on pricey items
0: yeah so what i tend to find in pawn shops which is what i love about them and i don't know if it's the same in your area is i either find the pawn shop that just puts just ridiculously stupid prices on everything uh, and then there's the kind of pawn shop that's like, we don't want to screw with it. We just do flat pricing.
1: We've got both here, yeah.
0: Do you see anything else in the middle? I mean, that's generally what I run into.
1: There's one guy here out of all the shops that he tries to price everything individually. Like, he doesn't put yeah. stickers on them. You come up and ask him, how much do you want for this? And he'll tell you. But he's really not aware of prices. Like, he'll say, think something, if it has more discs, that means uh-huh. it's worth more. So if I bring Resident Evil 4 up to him, it's got two discs for the GameCube. That's a $20 game to him. But if I bring up Dragon Warrior 4, that's a $5 game because so it's only one cartridge.
0: Fantastic. So
1: it's hit or miss because like, you, you want that Resident Evil, but not for 20 bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, definitely not. But I'll take Dragon Warrior 4 for 5 yeah. any day
1: yeah and there there's like another place in town where they've had a a Mario duck hunt for twenty bucks for <laughs> who knows how long <laughs> I love seeing that yeah but then they they'll sell you Chrono Trigger for four bucks,
0: yeah, they just when the places that think anything with Mario's name on it is gold somehow yep yeah. um
1: but most places in town do do the flat pricing like you said they'll do like ten bucks for disc based games and five for most cartridge games unless they're old like Atari Coleco they'll do a couple bucks for
0: yeah I've got there's I guess I'm wrong there's there's three pawn shops but just two major ones there's one that I go to that is the ridiculous one where you know they're sitting on like a, a bunch of games because like they've got a beat up pitfall Atari 2600 cart and they want like 10 bucks for it <laughs> You know, because, well, it's old, yeah. you know? So old must equal valuable somehow. Um, and then the other one I go to is stuff I buy from all the time because they do the flat pricing, and any cartridge is 5 bucks, no matter what the system is. Uh, Whether you're talking Game Boy, NES, Sega, doesn't matter. It's 5 bucks. I go in there enough where they've kind of gotten to know me, and I guess they like me coming in. So... <laughs> Here lately, they've been giving me five for 20, mix and mat, on carts.
1: Yeah, I found that too. Um, most of the shop owners down that strip uh, recognize me from years of going in there now, so they'll do the same thing. They'll price things down for me, because they know I buy a lot over the years.
0: Yeah, and you know, obviously that keeps them happy. They're flipping inventory. They don't want to hold on to the stuff.
1: Um, I've even gotten to the relationship with a few of them, where if they get items that they know they can't move quickly, they'll sell uh-huh. them to me for dirt cheap so Wonderful. anything comes in for like sega saturn it's mine turbo graphics it's mine 3do it's mine just because they they've had them sit there for months nobody wants them up here apparently so
0: that's a really good deal yeah yeah mine this um pawn shop i go to is they'll um they have a lot of hardware because they seem to price hardware high mm-hmm. um so i mean like uh, they've got like a boxed n64 and you know like super nintendo's and stuff and I think here at some point in time when I get a little more comfortable with them, I'll probably tell them, like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to get in your business, but I think you'd probably sell more of these if you price them down just a little. I mean, their game stuff is really great. I mean, like, their disc-based games, GameCube and, like, PS1 stuff is, is like, around, like, seven bucks a game. That's not bad. No. and um, And then when you go, like, PS2 or I think they're, like, I don't know, seven, eight bucks, and then, like, all the modern generation stuff is, like, 15
1: Most places in town here actually do modern stuff for 10 There's a couple that do them for 15 though. So I've got some really good new games for really cheap.
0: Yeah, I've got... There's, like, uh, that one place I almost kind of forgot about because it's so tiny and it's just opened up. They do that um, 10 bucks for newer stuff, but they're so small they don't have, like, a big selection. So right. It's usually, like, sports.
1: Now, do you ever go into places like that don't seem like they have games in them to check them out like the thrift shops or like a hospice center places like that
0: the only thing i go into sometimes are like the they're kind of like thrifts but they're just kind of like junk shops you know what i mean yeah um i'll go into those and browse and i just try to get to know the owners a little bit and just let them know like hey if you guys get some game stuff let me know you know right um that's all I can really kind of think of. I, hospice, I would never, I don't even know if we have anything like that. What do you mean?
1: Um, it's like a thrift store set up to to uh, fund a hospice house. No, yeah, huh? so I don't think pe- we have anything People like donate that. their stuff to the, this hospice place, and a- anything they make money-wise just goes straight into the hospice care.
0: Huh. No, I don't, I mean, we've got like a lot of like nursing homes and those kind of things, but... Yep um nothing like that that i see no
1: they're like 95 percent of the time that they don't even have game stuff Uh but when they do they don't know what to do with it so it goes for really cheap so if it pays to go often so that when it does show up you get it
0: interesting i would definitely be interested in something like that i mean uh, the kind of oddball places i go into it's just really kind of like crazy hit and miss you know what i mean it's uh, it's sometimes I just don't spend a lot of time going into them because
1: yeah the same way like I like I say I go into a couple of them because they're down my strip there uh-huh. I almost never get anything there but I'm friendly with the staff and then when they do show up I get things like Tales of Destiny on the PlayStation One for like a buck so whoa fantastic yeah so you can't complain when when things do show up because they just want to get them out they want to make their money quick.
0: Yeah, and you know, one thing I've thought about doing, and I might actually do here at some point in time, is I've thought about just printing up some cheap business cards mm-hmm. with just my contact info, and then giving them out. Like, hey, if you get some of this stuff in, and you know, you just let me know, just give me a call.
1: Right. On. I've actually there's a few pawn shops in town. I've given them a small list of games, and just said if they have anything they think I'd be interested in, to give me a call. And I've got a few phone calls over the years.
0: Yeah, you know. I think I might try to do something like that because, like you said, sometimes these pieces, places that don't deal with it much, yeah, they just, it's not their cup of tea and yeah. they don't want to fool with it. And, and, and they,
1: they don't hate. seem like the type of places that are going to eBay the prices to find them out. They just want to move these items as quick and easily as possible.
0: Oh, sure, yeah. Like, a lot of times I'll see that they've got, like, mostly, like, knickknacks and records and, you know, yeah. stuff like that, and then maybe they got a couple things stashed over to the side and yeah, usually when you ask about, it, they're like, uh, I don't know, maybe we got something over here, <laughs> and yeah, what about this? Uh, you know. But yeah, it's interesting. I would be, I would be pretty cool. I would like to find things like that if they were in my area.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot more work, but they eventually pay off.
0: Local businesses to me is all about relationships and getting to know the staff.
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, they like I've got that relationship where they phone my house now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know the game exchange here in town. You know, the guys know me by name. So I'll go in and say hi from time to time. And even if I'm not particularly on the hunt to buy something, I'll just stop in. Hey, you guys have anything cool or neat that came in? And they'll like, oh, yeah, come check this out. Or
1: They've they probably got a poster under the counter with your picture on it saying, don't sell anything to this guy. He yells at us about the stickers.
0: <laughs> no, that store is good. <laughs> There's uh, another one that I'm thinking of that is not... <laughs> The only thing that gets me is that like, when I talk to guys, there's there, there's one of the guy that works there that I guess he's a collector too, so he scarfs stuff up. So I would just tell the other guys, I'm like, are you just going to hurry up and fire that guy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I don't have a lot of competition up here, which is really nice, so I don't have that problem with a lot of people scooping things up.
0: Yeah, no, there is some serious competition in my area, and there is one like super major video game eBay seller in that town, in the town that I live close to. Um, so they have a team of people that do their running and hunting and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. It makes it tough. Um, and I think some of that will probably dry up because there's only so much you can mine out of the community Yeah. and then you have to kind of move on. I'm trying to think of, um, anything else that I have that's like that. I mean, I know I went to one pawn shop one time and I'm going to be honest, it was in kind of a rough part of town but I'd never been there before, and it was, it was in Indianapolis. And we just, I was with a buddy, and we were stopping to get something to eat, and we go in. You know, it's a pawn shop, but this is like in a rough part of town, so this pawn shop is hopping, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of business going on. Yeah. It's like really loud. People are testing out these speakers, and it's pretty kind of crazy. We go in, and I really i don't normally ever care too much but they had like a bunch of games that were just disc only just in cases but this place had these huge racks i go in and my buddies i'm like just go up there and ask her you know just how much they're do they you know for the the loose games and um she goes up there and he goes back and like they're a buck <laughs> <laughs> they're like 360 games and stuff wow and i'm like do what it's like, yeah, there's a dollar. So we just start just stacking cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, we each of us probably bought like 25, 30 games apiece. And we just, just huge stacks. And we go up to the counter. And the lady comes up and starts like rain us up. And and she starts charging like 10 bucks for these things. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, that lady over there told us these are a dollar. And she looks over and goes, did you tell them that? She goes, Yeah. And I guess she was new or something. <laughs> oh. And she goes, no, no, no. Like the old like PlayStation 1 stuff, those are like a dollar. The newer, like Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and all, Though those are like 10 if they're loose. <laughs> and, and she goes, well, she already told you that, so I'll sell these to you now. Nice. So, yeah, we just got like these huge stacks, which is really pretty. It was kind of fun.
1: You know, what's one other place that just popped into my mind that that's worth checking out sometimes, is antique shops.
0: Yeah, I've been... At, in, because some people are starting to think of, like, NES and Atari as antiques. Yeah, antique.
1: that's why I went into one was because I saw an Atari in the window, and I ended up leaving with a bunch of N64 cards.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of that stuff sneak in. I mean, my my mother likes to go kind of antiquing. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't care a whole lot for that sort <laughs> of stuff, but my mom, she's... She can't see out of one eye, so she likes for like longer trips. Like I'll drive her, yeah. you know, like Mother's Day present or something, or I'll, you know, I'll take her out to the place. And um, yeah, I'm surprised more and more when I stop in these places. That yeah, I'll start seeing some more classic games.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, which is always cool. That's like thank goodness there's something interesting here for me. <laughs> you know, it's like if I have to look at one more, you know, old cabinet or something, it's, it's too much for me, but. That's a good side benefit sometimes.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Like we go down south to visit my grandma, and she's just lives in a little retirement town, so there's nothing to do there, but there's tons of antique shops. So last time we were there, I ended up with a few games, surprisingly.
0: Never a bad way to spend your time. Absolutely. Yeah, I got for work I've got to go to a conference later on in the year. It's going to be down in Tennessee. I'm hoping maybe that people can point me to some good places to stop at while I'm down there. And just do some hunting in that area in the evenings.
1: Yeah, it's fun to hunt in new new places, unfamiliar territory.
0: Yeah, so maybe get something cool. Well, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So what are some other places that you go to, some brick and mortar?
1: Um, Well, they're all shutting down now, but uh, video rental stores used to be quite a few of them up here. But now um, our last one that dealt with video games just closed down. Um, So I was able to grab a few things when they were cleaning out their stock for cheap, though.
0: Yeah, definitely a dying breed.
1: Yeah.
0: We've only got one chain left in in town, and they've got a couple locations. And they do still a pretty good job of, you know, when their games are used, they'll mark them for a pretty decent cheap price and get them out the door.
1: We just had our last chain closed down, and then two independent ones open up right after.
0: Well, very good. I mean, it should... The old mom-and-pop places were always the best, anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, the only problem here is the mom-and-pop ones. Neither of them do video games. They only do movies.
0: Really? Yeah. Maybe you should say, hey, what? Are... <laughs> <laughs> I have. One of them's really <laughs>
1: close to my house, so I, I bug him, but he doesn't... I don't even think he has space to add any games in there. It's a small little area.
0: I got you. Yeah, when I was young, all the video stores were local owners, you know, mom-and-pop places. Yeah. Yeah. They were great, I, you know, because it was always, it's, you're talking to the owner every time, and great stuff. And then, you know, the Blockbusters came in and messed everything up. Yeah,
1: the good thing, though, when all the Blockbusters and movie galleries and Rogers videos were closing here, was they would do lots of, like, buy one, get one free sales, just to get all the stock out the door. So I ended up with quite a few free games from buying them out like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know when Blockbuster closed here... I went and hit some of it. Um, it was really kind of hit or miss, but I think because at that point in time the whole thing wasn't going under, so they were still shipping some of the good stuff to other stores. Right. But yeah, I found a few odds and ends that were pretty cool there.
1: The only thing you have to be really careful with there is condition, because some of their discs just get ratched, and they're not worried about where they put their stickers on things and stuff like that. Man. Might-
0: yeah, because I, I like some of those places will put like those. Um, things over the top of the disc like the overlay thing or whatever yeah
1: yeah or you get the photocopied manual instead of the original one
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not thrilled about that um but you know it's funny when i find older games like the old cart stuff Mm -hmm. lots of it comes from rental former rentals and um man i tell you what they just slap these stickers all over them and they some of them have seen some better days but yep You can still clean them up, and they still play great.
1: Yeah, I love cartridges. They're so indestructible.
0: (laughs) Really? Um, Yeah, I can't say the same thing for discs. Man, you just scratch those things the wrong way, or the hub starts to crack, and forget it. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sad to see. I I would be really happy with more local, small mom-and-pop places. I love those kind of places.
1: Me too. Yeah, they're the best. So I'm up here since we have quite long winters we have a really short season for garage sales but yeah well we do have our few months of garage sailing it's it's one of the best ways to pick up games it's just so much fun
0: so since you have a shortened season though you probably like have these massive amounts of people doing it
1: right well we don't have the even the best weather during uh our summer season so it's kind of hit or miss I, which is why i think pawn shops are so big up here because it's like the year-long garage sale
0: oh okay all right yeah yeah, garage sale season is, is fairly long here. I mean, I would say it's probably five, a good five months of the year, six months, um, towards if you drag it out, it's kind of hit or miss, but, uh, I've found some really cool stuff at garage sales for sure.
1: Yeah. That's why I like it. Cause it's, it's hit or miss, but you get to do, you know, a couple dozen in a day if you, if you dedicate the day to going garage sailing. And so you'll find something somewhere, whether it's, really worth your while is up for debate but it's just fun
0: i think it's one of those things if you've got some time to kill and you just kind of want to get out and about it's a very inexpensive thing to do and it's it's fun yeah
1: and you do it enough times and you'll get surprised one time and you'll get just this awesome find it'll make all the other crappy times where you found nothing just worthwhile
0: yeah you get like really that sense of success um I mean, even if it's not fantastic things. i mean i know one time i stopped at a garage sale and they had like a couple uh, Game Boy Advance systems and like some games and just everything's like this big bag they'd thrown everything <laughs> yeah. into.
1: Those are the best, the big boxes or bags of oh, stuff, yeah.
0: I love that. And so I just grabbed like the whole bag and I go up to the I'm Like, What do you want for the bag? And she's like, two bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? You know, I'm not gonna complain. Uh, and yeah, it was just chock full of stuff. It's nice when you can hit the spots, and sometimes you can get some fairly decent deals.
1: Absolutely. My parents are big garage sailors, too, so I often get phone calls from them uh, across town asking me if they should pick something up for me, which is nice, too.
0: That would be great. I wish I knew some family members that like to do that. I, do you have any particular techniques that you use for garage sailing? I mean, do you just look online and see what's posted? or? Um, well, we've
1: got a really good um, garage sale map that mostly everyone up here that has garage sale puts it in the newspaper yeah so it gives me a reason to buy a newspaper once a month because it's got this really awesome map in it that's got everything listed um so we just kind of track out a route we can hit 10 if we go down this road there'll be a Mm -hmm. few more we could hit if we wanted to kill some more time but we usually just do the route that'll beg us the most sales in the shortest amount of time and just hit a whole whole bunch really fast
0: that's cool i we don't have something where they put in the paper but um there is a a website that I go to. Uh, pardon me, I don't remember the address right off the top of my head. I'll um, I'll see if I can stick it in the show notes. But it's basically a kind of a mapping tool. And what it will do is um, you put in your area and it will compile Craigslist garage sale postings and they'll turn it, it'll turn it into a map. And it can do kind of what you're talking about. It'll prop, plot you a course. Right. Uh, where you can hit things, and you print your map out, and then you you can put in keywords so you just don't get everything. So, like, I'll put in my gaming keywords, you know, video games, NES, Sega, that sort of stuff, yeah. and you'll only get those. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's a nice little website. Again, uh, I apologize for not knowing that offhand. I'll put that in the show notes. All right, so tell me, when you go into garage sales, do you have some bargaining techniques that you like to use?
1: My favorite is to have different amounts of currency in different pockets.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's my favorite too. Yeah, Yeah. that's the best.
1: Oh man, I've only got five dollars (laughs) left. Would you take that? And I've got you know I've got fifty in my other pocket though.
0: I do that. I'll have like my serious cash pocket, and then my I want to play poor pocket. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and what I usually do is like, uh, oh gosh, you know, maybe I should feel bad, but I don't. Like, if I see something, they're like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, these are two bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah. Do you ever do where you're like, okay, well, if I you add them up in your head, you're like, okay, well, this would be like, you know, 14 bucks. And then you do the little paper shuffle in your pocket so you can just pull the 10 out. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. <laughs> you have to be very aware of where your bills are and what they are.
0: Yeah, but if you know and you got a little system, you can do a quick little shuffle and know, okay, I'm just going to slide the 10 into my pocket. Mm-hmm. And then you just do the oh well, I only got ten will, you... yeah like you were saying yeah works great doesn't it yeah
1: or you just like count it out slowly they'll just sometimes they'll be oh I'll take that
0: <laughs> yeah or I'll try to bundle like you know you do the bundle thing
1: yeah if I if I take all of them will you take you know half as much or whatever
0: absolutely and you know half the time seems like they're happier about that
1: yeah they just want to get rid of things I know I know when I've hosted garage sales at my house. Uh-huh. I just want things. I I don't care. I know I could get five bucks if I wait all day. Take it for a quarter. Just get it out of here. I'm about the
0: same way when I run them. Yeah. So the
1: the point when I have one is to get things out of my house. I don't want to carry them back in at the end of the day, even if I could make two bucks more.
0: Yeah, unless it's like every once in a while you have the big heavy hitter thing that you're bringing out to the garage sale. But
1: yeah, we'll we'll have often. a couple things that are like that. But for the most part, just get rid of it.
0: Yep. Yeah, same thing. So. Man, you got to just bargain, bargain, bargain. And if you're going to do garage sale hunting, bring your own bags, people. <laughs> bring bags. <laughs> you know, I, I hear people like, you hear the story sometimes where people are like, well, I was looking and I was kind of flipping through one thing and then somebody else came and grabbed the thing and then oh, yeah. I didn't get it.
1: I, I don't bring a bag, but I make sure to carry it around with me, like hold it like I'm stealing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, or if you think a bag is creepy, bring an open-ended box
1: stick it in your fanny pack.
0: I don't care if I look stupid when I'm at a garage <laughs> sale, you know what I mean? So I'll just come out and I'll just right off the bat I'll say, "Hey, hey, I've got this bag or whatever." I just do you care if I as I go just put the stuff in here and then they don't care as long as you tell them. Yeah. And then even if you're even remotely interested in something, put it in the thing. <laughs> you
1: can always put then it back in. Sort after. it
0: out. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, I'll come back to that in a minute cuz yeah, then some other jerk's going to come by and grab it.
1: Yeah jerk yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well if it's you not getting it, it's always it's a jerk always so. yeah
1: he, he eyes you down and then you show up in the next garage sale it's the same guy staring at you
0: <laughs> i love that when you're the one that does it to him then you're the good guy yeah yeah i don't like and do you ever do that do you run into other people you know that are scoping out the garage sales for the same things you are
1: i'm um, not for gaming stuff but for other stuff yeah
0: yeah sometimes i kind of run into that and you're like and especially like if you're in a neighborhood sale, you're like, "Oh crap! I gotta like try to beat this guy some way." Yeah. Now, do you are you pretty good about the when the sale starts, you go at that time, or do you try to like show up as they're setting up to hopefully get in there before somebody else does?
1: No, I don't like doing the early bird thing. I, I understand why people do it. We had people do it to our garage sales, and they make away with good deals. But um, I just feel like a jerk doing that, so I wait till they they're ready.
0: Yeah, I usually won't do it unless I see something like sometimes people will post like what they're going to have in their yard sale. And sometimes it's like, oh, I want that. Yeah. So I will show up early or I'll even do you ever do this sometimes with the post? Do you if you see something you're like, whoa, hey, what <laughs> do you contact them and say, hey, look, what do you got? Can I come by and look at it early?
1: I usually don't buy the newspaper until the day of. So I don't have time to do that most of the time.
0: Well, we're going to talk more about like Craigslist and the ilk like that, yeah. but um, a lot of people around here, they'll post on like Craigslist. So
1: We don't get a lot of Craigslist postings for garage sales up here. There's only maybe four or five a month.
0: Well, it sounds like your paper has a pretty good system.
1: Yeah, it works out well. They charge you an arm and a leg for it, though. I wish people would do it on Craigslist.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you put people with things on Craigslist, that little website that I mentioned is great. It just kind of builds it for you.
1: Well, very good. All right, mm.
0: garage sales—great places.
1: Absolutely, tons of fun.
0: And then we kind of have the organized style of garage sales that go on uh, all year round, right?
1: Talking about the flea markets or the swap meets.
0: Absolutely.
1: Again, something we do not have up here.
0: Not there's no flea market at all.
1: It's one place that calls itself a flea market, but it's more of a farmers market. They sell like baked goods and homemade products. And that's about it. Oh.
0: Yeah, we've got several um flea markets that like to hit. You know, it's like anything, it's like uh hit or miss.
1: It's you know, it's like it's almost as fun as a garage sale, I'd say. I like them.
0: Yeah, they're like kinda like big organized garage sales. Yeah.
1: Except for once in a while, you know, you've got people that actually buy the table every weekend so they, they kinda have a store set up there. They're not really a garage sale, they're more aware of what their products are.
0: Yeah, there's um, one flea market in my area, and that's the way they are: is these booths, and it's usually the same people that rent the booths out. So it's it's really like little shops. Yeah, uh, I don't like to go there because I know what I'm getting.
1: Right. Yeah, when we were down in Florida, I went to probably five different flea markets while we were there, and yeah, some of them were are obviously just stores that weren't weren't what I'd expect in a flea market.
0: Yeah, and sometimes I like like this those open like outdoor flea markets where it's just some crazy mix of stuff piled, you know? Yeah,
1: those are the best. Just digging through everyone's crap until you find that gem in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, because the good stuff is going to be under the six layers of crap. <laughs>
1: yeah, the smelly clothes that no one wants to touch or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, to get ahead in this life, you always have to be willing to do the things that <laughs> other people don't want to do. That's just that's the way life works. Yeah, those are great. And then, you know, sometimes you're just like, all right, well, now I smell like cigarettes and I didn't get anything, but... <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, some of the smells. Oh, there's one pawn shop in town my wife doesn't go into with me, and she doesn't yeah. like to be near me within 10 minutes of me going in there. It just reeks. Is it smoke? No, it's just, I don't think they've cleaned it in 10 years. They get something oh. new, it goes on the pile. <laughs>
0: oh wow they don't even take time to do anything to it no
1: it's gross I'm sure if you dig around like if you need new stereo or something I'm sure there's something really cool near the bottom
0: (laughs) Um, but those are probably good deals there when you find something though don't you
1: that's the guy that's kind of hit or miss with the pricing oh really
0: usually I find the people that don't take the time to mess with any of their stuff really don't care about much anything else either
1: no this guy's pretty greedy (laughs) he likes to get as much as he can for what he has
0: probably doesn't sell very much, then, does he?
1: He's been in business for a long time.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's got the right customers.
1: I think that's it. Yeah.
0: I think we've mentioned it before, but I always get a kick out of watching um, the Big Game Hunter show that yeah. Mike Kennedy does It's where he goes to these big California swap meets. Cool stuff.
1: Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> I would be so bad at that. to would be too giddy with some of those pickups he's got.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what... Um, If I ever travel to california i will try to hit him up and be like hey look dude you've got to take me to these swabs <laughs> you know what i mean yeah they look just sometimes like too good to be true it just you when you're looking like i would love to go to a place where it's like "Wow, there's just piles of cartridges here yeah dig through them
1: See, i don't i don't know if it's a canadian thing or just maybe it's southern canadian has more uh flea markets maybe but there's just not a lot of them in any of the cities i've been to
0: do you think it has to do with climate
1: it might be because like the only big one that's in edmonton that i knew of was uh it's all indoor and uh temperature controlled and it's all stores again
0: yeah yeah that's usually the indoor ones are yeah those like permanent rental booth kind of things yeah anything else on flea markets
1: no like i said i've only been to a handful so i'm not overly experienced in them but um I have a good time digging through them. Even the ones with the stores, you know, you get the, the game stores. They'll have a lot of stock. They'll have a little pricier than I want to pay for most games. But you can find a gem if you really search through there.
0: All right, so one of the other, you know, obviously stalwarts of uh, picking things up locally is is Craigslist. And um, I understand that there's kind of a, something like that in Canada also?
1: Uh, yeah, well, we use Craigslist too. It's just craigslist.ca up here. Um, but Kijiji, I think it's more popular, at least in my area than Craigslist is.
0: Yeah. And I had never heard of Kijiji before. Is that really? strictly Canadian or does everybody else use that?
1: It's a subsidiary of eBay. So I thought everyone knew about it.
0: Huh? No, I really wasn't familiar with yeah. it.
1: No, um, it's the exact same thing you'd expect from Craigslist. Um, but it just seems to be more popular up here than Craigslist so that's the one. I check them both every day but that's the one I've got 80 to 90% of my stuff from.
0: Yeah, now what do you um typically tend to see on your end with those kind of ads?
1: Uh most of them, you know, are the same. You know, I've got an Xbox I just bought. I need some money quick so I'm selling it for 20 bucks cheaper than you buy it in the store.
0: Yeah, I see a lot of those too and it's like I wish there was some magic way I could filter them out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> lately on craigslist there's been some just one guy spamming all his iphones and stuff on them it's just annoying
0: i know locally i just it seemed like every other ad is some xbox 360 stuff
1: yeah there's there's dry spells up here where i don't see anything worthwhile for two months but i've got some really awesome stuff off craigslist and i i really like selling on craigslist too
0: you know i don't have tons of luck selling on craigslist i've sort of kind of given it up locally Because I've just found so much more success online, right? But getting deals now—that's a different story.
1: Probably has something to do with our lack of flea markets and retro shops up here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have a lot of ease selling things, especially systems and common games on on my Craigslist and Kijiji up here.
0: I'm always on the lookout for lots, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because usually when you can buy a, a large lot, you can get a pretty decent price on it. Absolutely. Sometimes you can get a steal from people. You know, a lot of times. Some of that will go into the collection and a lot of us, you know, will go into sale or trade fodder, but that's what keeps the hobby rolling.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, I've had a lot of of success in in doing sales just through the forum, so I know we talked about that last time, but uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that Craigslist and that sort of stuff works really well where you're
1: at. Yeah, it saves me, like, I love selling on the forums too, but I don't particularly enjoy selling at the post office, so this saves Mm -hmm. me the stand in line at the post office i'll go sit in my car in a parking lot instead
0: <laughs> in your area is i mean there's there a lot of people really checking i mean is there a lot of traffic on that
1: uh sometimes it's slow but i've never had something that didn't sell so like i don't think people check it daily often here mm-hmm. but I'll i'll get requests for things i posted like two weeks to a month after asking if they're still around wow Sometimes they are still around, and then I I move them Then
0: Yeah, see, like, around here, there's a lot of traffic, and almost to the point where it's kind of detrimental. You know, you can get pushed off of something.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that, like, when we go to Edmonton to visit uh, some relatives, I'll check the Craigslist there, and there's their one day is I have to go to multiple pages to read what's listed on there. Yeah. Whereas up here, we're lucky to get two ads a day yeah
0: it makes it a little tougher um but i mean like i said before i i have had really wonderful experiences buying from craigslist and really great deals mm-hmm. you know uh, like that one gentleman that i mentioned before that had just the big stashes of stuff you know I met him through craigslist um i got my box you know like brand new 3ds yeah. off there i mean it, it takes some diligence good stuff
1: and i know people uh, kind of hazed me on the forums for a little bit but um i actually invited people into my home before that just showed me how showed up on craigslist to pick up something
0: yeah um you know canada must be a really <laughs> fa- friendly place we would
1: start chatting games at my door and i would say come come downstairs come look a couple of them i'm actually friends with we just got together today and i invited him in like a year and a half ago from craigslist
0: so you're going to start bringing these just random strangers down and go, like, hey, come and take a look at my stadium events.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, when we hit the podcast episode about Krabby being robbed, you can just remember.
1: Or if if no one hears about me on the forums, I don't post for more than a week. Um, <laughs> I might just be dead in my basement.
0: <laughs> uh, let's hope that doesn't <laughs> happen. Uh, I would recommend um, not inviting random strangers into your home.
1: They're not random. They're they're video game lovers.
0: They, they, um,
1: <laughs> and everybody knows video games don't cause violence or aggressions. So <laughs> I'm safe, right?
0: I don't think video games cause violence or aggression, but um, people that want to steal things cause violence <laughs> and aggression. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird about that, but I, I wouldn't just let any old Joe in.
1: Uh, it's not any old Joe. Like I think I'm a, a decent judge of character, but I've I've always said to myself the day that my collection interferes with um, my social life or makes me afraid to invite people into my house, then that's the time I need to downscale anyway.
0: Yeah, I think I would agree with you there, but there's no time when I pretty much would want to invite random people into my house, period. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think that's okay. I don't, I'll never see someone and go, hey, what you doing? Oh, want to come in? Yeah, try and be friendly. Yeah, it's okay. I'll be friendly in like the Walmart parking lot where I meet them. Do <laughs> You actually have people come to your house? Uh, a couple when they times, they do Craigslist yeah. deals? Yeah. And that doesn't bother you? No. Yeah, I do not do that.
1: I do most most of my deals in parking lots, but I've done a few of them here.
0: I will not go to somebody's house? No, no. I, I go to people's house come almost every house.
1: time. I would say people really? do not mind me coming by to pick things up. And even at weird hours, too. I've gone at like midnight to go pick up things.
0: Don't get me wrong. I've gone to people's houses and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I actually know someone uh, that got scammed. They went to a place and got the crud beat out of them and their money stolen. Wow. You got to be kind of careful about it. Yeah, that.
1: I'm not advocating everyone to, to do what I'm doing, but I'm um, just saying it, it's worked for me so far, and I'm sure yeah. I, will, I will have a horror story in the future to tell.
0: Sure. And that's something else that I'd be interested in, you know, in the show thread, you know, go and post, you know, kind of how you deal with Craigslist. I'm curious if there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, just, yeah, I go hang, I go to people's houses. Or if most people are like me that just like want, you know, public meeting places.
1: Um, So there's another one that doesn't seem to apply down south as much, um, but there's this buy sell trade magazine that comes out up here. Like, I think they put one out every week. Might be biweekly. But uh, anyway, people put anything they want to sell in there their house, their vehicle, old video games, guitars, amps, anything. They put them in here and they're really popular. Um, And they run year round. And people, it's quite a small fee. Pay a couple bucks. You get to print your ad, you know, you get 60 words or something to put your spiel and your phone number in there um my dad buys them all the time because he's looking for like boat parts and things like that so i always grab his and scan them for video games but there's been things like arcade cabinets in there and there's always lots of old n64 games and ps1 games and stuff like that kicking around it and to a lesser extent people do the same thing in the newspapers up here quite often too
0: so um the 21st century just hasn't caught up yet
1: no it really hasn't like i said craigslist is really slow up here There's no retro game stores. People love their pawn shops. We're still in print ads. Yeah, it's slow.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, that's strange. I mean, with Craigslist being abundant and free, it's kind of strange that people were still kind of using this medium where you're at.
1: They're very popular at any gas station, grocery store, wherever you're going like that. They'll have a whole rack of these books right beside the register.
0: Hmm. So why why do you think the... That is still prevalent in your area.
1: Uh, We call ourselves a city, but it's very rural here. People are very behind the times in a lot of different ways. I I think we just haven't moved off the print yet. I'm sure it'll happen in the next 10 years, but uh, as of now, it's still quite a popular way to move things. Like I said, in the spring, when people are poor because they haven't been paid for couple weeks um if mm-hmm. you ever need a skidoo or an atv or something for for cheap cheap those are the places to get them as those buy sell trade magazines
0: so that sounds like um i mean can you give me an example some deals you've gotten from that
1: uh i can give you a couple that i missed out on that i'm kicking myself for um, Really? yeah there's there was like a street fighter 2 arcade cabinet in there for 50 bucks oh i called them the day it came out and just missed it apparently i um, I picked up a bunch of PlayStation games. Uh most stuff like Final Fantasy 7 and uh Crash Bandicoot like popular games, but always really cheap so I can flip them for games that I actually want. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh usually just lots, like good starter lots if you're if you're starting from scratch. You'll you'll find a console with 10 games, most of them really decent for you know, 20 bucks.
0: So have you ever thought about doing the reverse and placing an ad that you are looking to buy lots?
1: Some people do those in these books, but I don't think they're as popular as the buying ones. Um, but I do post ads like that on Craigslist and Kijiji from time to time, and I've had some luck with those.
0: Yeah, so some success there?
1: Yeah, as long as you seems people don't answer you if you don't put a price in. So if you put in like, I want to buy your NES carts and then don't leave that price spot blank, put in like a hundred bucks, even though, you know, there's very few games you'd pay that for people will get back to you and then you can at least start talking to them about the games they've got.
0: I see. So is there opening message to you though? I've got a couple, I'd like a hundred dollars.
1: No, they never talk about price ever right off the bat. They just tell me what they've got.
0: Huh. Interesting. I have to try that tactic cause I don't put anything in that yeah. dollar area.
1: No, put the big money in there that at least attracts responses, so that you can start a dialogue.
0: All right, I will. Uh, I will have to check that out. That's very good. So definitely where the online and um, and offline worlds collide is is there. So interesting that Craigslist, but also those you know print ads still they're out there, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. If you live in a small town, I'd check them out and see if they're still relevant to you
0: cool i'd be curious to see if anybody else posts that they kind of still use paper ads um you know i think you know we've got a newspaper around here i don't know anybody that's probably under the age of 50 <laughs> that actually reads it
1: uh i used to live a little further north and i know that it was quite relevant up there too so maybe it's just a uh, further up you go
0: maybe and and i'm sure private too is just the kind of community that you're in absolutely so what's some other ways that you can uh, find some good stuff locally
1: well, uh, since, uh, we mentioned it in the last show, I think it deserves another mention here, but, uh, have you ever jumped in the dumpster to find anything?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, not been that brave yet. Um, besides, I will say one time there was a PC that was sitting, uh, by a dumpster and I brought it in and kind of got it up and running again for free, but no, I've not really done anything, but I hear like really fantastic stories. <laughs>
1: I don't have any fantastic strays, but I have pulled a few uh, jewel cases out of the out of the trash can.
0: Have you really? Yeah. My thing is, is uh, how do you see, th- I mean, garbage is in bags.
1: Well, I, I had an insider source, which was me. I used to work at a Rogers Video. So uh-huh. whenever we did inventory, um, there'd be all these extra game cases we'd have no use for anymore. Yeah. So they'd throw them in the dumpster, so I'd make sure to load them in my car on the way home that night.
0: Could you not have just gone to your boss and say, "Hey, can I have these?"
1: No, we weren't allowed to. That's a big, <laughs> yeah. that's a
0: big no-no. Yeah, but you could all put them in the same trash bag and put it right by. Yeah, the trash. exactly.
1: Make sure it was nice and clean, easy to get after work. And yeah,
0: that's funny. I've never done that, but you know, I hear more and more about uh, about the GameStop dumpster diving. And
1: yeah, if you want Club Nintendo codes, that would be the place to rake them up.
0: But I do know the guy who runs it, so maybe I just have to. Uh,
1: ask him what day garbage day is and go the day before.
0: I have to chat him <laughs> up, I think, is is the way it's going to have to turn out cuz I really wants me a game and watch ball.
1: Just just invest in a black ski mask.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think is it if it's in the garbage, that's not really stealing, <laughs> is it? I, you just
1: don't want them to know who you are, right?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> I guess you're not afraid to yell at people for stickers or walk around garage sales with your little shopping carts. <laughs> you probably wouldn't care.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm like the angry old man. Yeah. Right, so. But I know the guy, so if I said, <laughs> hey, you know, just. I've gone in there before, and he's just, i have like, hey, do you have any extra, like, DS cases or anything? He's like, yeah, I'm bringing me a big stack.
1: Yeah, I've had a guy, too. Um, I, I ask him, um, I don't know if this clipped Nintendo code is going to work. Do you mind if I take another one just in case? And he says, yeah, and sometimes both of them work.
0: That is a good idea. Yeah. How about this? And Okay, now. I'm going to go on a tangent for just a second, and we're going to we're going to deal with a morality question. <laughs> All right. I'm listening. So I know a person. And I won't say who that person is. It's not me, though. I'm not just making this up. Story is really not about me. <laughs> so this person rented uh, a shooter that he liked, and so right there you can tell it's not me. It had one of those like online codes that you have to put in or you can't play the multiplayer online. Right. So he goes to the video rental store, and opens one of the cases up, snaps a pic with his phone of the code, and then like goes home and puts the code in so he can play the multiplayer without paying. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I think from a rental place, I don't really have an issue with it cuz I know they don't use it. Uh I like like I said I worked at managing a rental store for a couple years and any codes we still had in them were still fresh when we got rid of them, and the person's buying them used at that point, so they're not expecting them. I, I don't have a big issue with that.
0: All right, so let me take it one step farther. What if you go into a used game store and do that?
1: Same thing. There's I, there's probably a gray area there, because um, I'm sure you could someone could make a case that... Uh, well, you can obviously make a case. There's a moral issue there, but at the same time, you're buying. People are buying the games used, so you've got that expectation that it might not be there at all
0: times. So, if you were to go into a used game shop and you wanted to Club Nintendo codes, you could. You'd be okay with popping cases open, snapping some pics of some codes. And... It's not
1: something that I would do unless I talked to the store owner first for example there's a a multiplayer gaming place in town Mm -hmm. my son and me went last week and we were playing that kirby return to dreamland yeah he and he gives you the case to take over to the wii and i opened it up and i noticed the club nintendo code in there he was nowhere near us i could have written it down at any time but instead i just asked him on the way out do you guys use these codes do you mind if i take it he said not at all what are they for he didn't even know so he let me just take the code out of the game
0: but obviously then if we're having this conversation, there is a moral piece there because you said I wouldn't do that.
1: Sure, yeah. But I don't I don't have a problem with other people doing it because I know if I go in and say the guy took the, his picture of a game I was going to come in and buy 10 minutes later, I would have no idea. I would just assume someone who played the game way far back took it. It really doesn't matter to me how the code was lost. I just, If I really wanted that code, I could buy the game new, right? Or pay the $10 or whatever the code Costs.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to say this as I want to judge other people. I mean, morality is, you know, subjective. But for yourself, that's not something you would choose.
1: No, I, I think there's more honest ways to go about it. Talking to the store owners, for example.
0: Yeah, I mean, to this friend when he asked me, because he kind of asked me that same kind of question, like, "What do you think about that?" And I said, "I wouldn't do it." Um, and I kind of left it at that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't... Like I said, I've got no problem with it, but at the same time, it's not something I would support either.
0: If any of you listeners want to tell on yourself, um, <laughs> you know, forum, forum names, we don't know who you are, uh, I'd be curious to hear if anybody engages in a little espionage in the game, used game places. Absolutely.
1: I, I know I got accused of that one time um, on Racket Boy. I... Was asking anyone if they knew how to flex the uh, or f- find out what the code was on my Club Nintendo points code, Uh my Wii my Wii points code was, without opening the case, just because I wanted to leave it on my shelf looking nice in the uh, in the game room. Yeah. And they they were all like, "Why the hell would you want to do that? You're just trying to go to the store and steal codes." And I'm like, "No, I have got the code at my house here. I just I'm not gonna use it really, so I'll let my wife have the points, and I'll just keep the card up there." I haven't opened the card. It's still sitting there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. I've got games that are sealed that I won't open, so I guess I just have to sacrifice those points.
1: Yeah, in the same way.
0: Kind of bummed the 3DS that I bought doesn't have the... Somebody's taken the serial number off of it. Oh, no. So I couldn't register. That's a good
1: chunk of points, too, aren't they? Like 150?
0: Something like that. I'm kind of tempted to call Nintendo... And ask them if there's some way to find out that via software or something
1: hmm.
0: because I would imagine the software inside of it probably has that somewhere all right, so I'd be curious to know what that is. I don't know why somebody peeled off the sticker, but I can tell that it's must be pretty easy to get off because of where it's placed right
1: all right so the the last place I can think of locally right now is um just word of mouth like um friends, family coworkers all they know you're a gamer they kind of they hear about someone something someone has for sale they always let you know about it do you experience that too
0: oh yeah i make sure to let kind of about anybody um that will i think would be helpful um no yeah i of what i do at work we have like a electronic bulletin board where you can post things and i always post hey if you got this sort of stuff i'm interested and
1: that's a neat idea um,
0: yeah, I have all sorts of stuff that's come my way that way. And a lot of times, like at work and stuff, the people will just, they'll just say, you want this? And they'll just go, hey, well, here, take it.
1: Yeah, I actually had my boss do that to me. He gave me a GameCube and a bunch of accessories and stuff. Just wanted to get him out of his house.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how I got my copy of uh, Ninja Gaiden Trilogy. Nice. Lady at work, just, you know, hey.
1: Speaking of friends and family, yeah, that's how I got my copy of Ninja Gaiden Trilogy. Uh, my old neighbor's... Um, they sold off everything and forgot to sell that game with it and they Mm -hmm. they knew i used to play it when i go over so they just sent it my way
0: yeah i mean that's it again so much of this hobby if you want to do well and not pay through the nose is it's just relationships with people
1: yep absolutely
0: so i also do a little it this isn't that so sometimes i will trade i kind of will work for food i will (laughs) yeah i will fix computers for games
1: done the same thing I don't have that many serviceable skills though, but uh, when I get the chance, I do the same. Yeah.
0: That is some of the ways that we kind of, uh, shop locally or look for our things. So as you, you guys are listening, just uh, feel free to chime in, let us know in the comments, kind of what works for you or did we miss something? Is there something we just didn't get? Love hearing that. And I know sometimes it's uh, you don't want to share your secrets, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening um, to this uh, episode of the RF Generation Collector Cast. I'm really glad that you've taken the time to do so. Uh, Again, you can find us in a couple different places. Uh, One is Um, RFGeneration.com. You can also find the show on the iTunes podcast directory um, on uh, Podomatic.com. You can search, or it's just Podomatic.com slash RFGenerationCollectorCast. Uh you can find us on YouTube. You can search for Collector Cast or um, you can go to my channel. Uh, my username on YouTube is Duke Togo74. And links to all of this and show notes will be available on rfgeneration.com. Please subscribe uh, and uh, rate us. We're always glad to hear about what you think about the show. If you've got any other show topics or ideas, uh, be sure to put that in there. Uh, We uh, do welcome donations, so if you'd like to contribute to the show uh, financially to keep things going, uh, we certainly appreciate that very much. And you can do that via our PayPal Donate button, which is located on our Podomatic page.
1: We hope to hear from you about this show, and looking forward to putting the next one up for you. Keep listening. Thanks.
0: Thanks a lot, guys.